Hello and welcome to CM Conversation. I'm today's host, Dominic Turner, and my role here at CM Medical is to specialise in recruitment for the dental market. In recent years, we've seen an uptake in the adoption of AI within dental to support dental insurance claims, automated diagnostics of x-ray imaging, and more. In this episode of CM Conversations, I talk to Wadar Inam, the CEO at Overjet, to gain an insight into her exciting AI startup and the evolving dental software space. So here it is. I hope you enjoy listening to our discussion. Hello, Wada. Thank you for joining us on this episode of CM Conversations. Uh, it's great to have you on. How are you? Hi, Dominic. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. No, um, like I said, it's a pleasure to hear from you. It's such an industry leader like yourself. Firstly, if you could start off just giving us a, an introduction to yourself and the origins of Overjet. Yeah, so my background is previously I was in the healthcare space. Um, I did my master's PhD at MIT, uh, working uh, uh, in, uh, in with autonomous systems uh, and uh, then did a postdoctoral fellowship there doing the computer science and artificial intelligence lab, working on biomedical sensing, and then got recruited to work at a company called QBio doing biomedical imaging. Uh, and uh, basically ended up during this time, ended up changing my dentist uh, and uh, going to a new dentist and receiving a treatment plan, which was very different than what I had received in the past. Uh, and that's where it all started, where I started looking at ask for my dental data uh, or x-rays, started looking at how do you read uh, uh, dental x-rays. Uh, and the more I got into it, the more interesting the problem was as well. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's something dentistry affects almost every human being. Uh, however, you know, access to care is a challenge as well as the, the standard of care uh, 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 might not be met at some places as well. So the idea came about looking at how do we uh, use uh, technology such as artificial intelligence to improve the care that is being provided in uh, in uh, in the industry to improve oral health. Well, that's that's fantastic. It's interesting. Obviously, you've gone from having the um, serial entrepreneur um, status over the internet, but it's interesting that you actually took that into dentistry and <laughs> how that journey from actually just visiting your own dentist took you down that path. Um, I know you've had a lot of notable mentions from the likes of Forbes and TechCrunch, um, as well as your most recent successful seed round of funding. Uh, perhaps you could elaborate a little bit more on this. Yeah, so I think, you know, because it's such a, it's a, again, like dentistry impacts everyone. Uh, you know, every person, you know, the, it is the most co- uh, common uh, disease as well, whether it's the periodontal disease, which is gum and bones, or, as well as, uh, or, you know, commonly known as cavities. Uh, so it's, it's, it impacts everyone. So the, uh, because of that, I think there is a general interest in the uh, the sp- uh, space as well. Uh, so I think for us, uh, we we raised um, our, our seed round in April. So literally during uh, COVID, as COVID started, uh, so it was an interesting time to be uh, you know finishing the raise or, or perfect timing in that sense. So we entered the um, pandemic with. Uh, you know, a war chest in a way, and uh, we're able to not get worried about, uh, you know, the pandemic and being able to uh, uh, hire the right people and make sure that we were uh, positioned to uh, provide the, uh, uh, the solution that we're providing uh, in a way that we wanted to provide it as well. No, definitely. And I mean, there's a lot of startups that arise um, not in a pandemic that struggle massively to get any sort of seed funding. Um, from 
various VCs. So to be able to do that in the COVID situation is impressive in itself, like you said. Um, so could you maybe, obviously, uh, AI has been used within dentistry in, like in many different areas from speeding up the insurance process to obviously scanning the various different dental x-rays. Um, where do you believe it adds the most value and where do you feel it's currently being used in the dental field to its best capacity? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, the three places where I think it'll have the most impact, one is where images are involved, so diagnosis in general. The other is uh, when, uh, you know, helping dentists uh, document, et cetera. So that's been a little bit of NLP as well, you know, speech recognition uh, and being able to period chart as well as document different aspects. And the third is more scheduling and better scheduling uh, aspects as well on communication in general. So I think, for, uh, uh, you know, we, we're definitely in the, the first uh, part of it, which is improving or enhancing clinical decision making. Anytime a decision is being made, uh, you know, assisting the dentist in making better decisions. The same is on the insurance side. You know, it is the dentists uh, are also hired on the insurance side to look at manual, manually look at the data and make their decisions. Uh, so that, that's where we come in uh, too. So for us, whether it's happening on the practice side or on the insurance side, we're assisting uh, the, the dental care providers to make better decisions. So there is a lot of avenues that you could potentially go down. The uh, potential is limitless. But as with any new products, I guess, um, there can be some difficulties. Where do you see the main challenges and advantages that make that we may find come from AI being used in dentistry? Let me start with the advantages in general. I think, you know, especially in the dental practice, a dentist does so much. I think, you know, as an outsider, when you look at how much work that a dentist does, you're actually shocked. Not only are they a radiologist when they're looking at the extras and making a diagnosis, but also they're also a surgeon doing thousands of procedures. They're also trying to maintain a practice and, and are wearing their business hat and making sure that the, the revenue and costs are, remain the same. They're also customer success and customer engagement and making sure that their customers are happy, which are their patients in this case, and they're Great. They have to be great communicators because the patients are just not accepting the treatments that the dentists are uh, uh, mentioning. So they have to be convincing enough to ensure that the patient gets the right treatment for themselves. So uh, the, the amount of work that a dentist is or the amount of hats they need to wear is significant. It's, you know, it's uh, unparalleled with any other, uh, you know, profession that we think of. So being able to support them in different ways and, and use technology to help them do their job better. I think it, uh, there is a lot of potential in it. And here, there, uh, because, you know, if you think about even, uh, you know, the decision uh, making while it comes to the diagnosis, they're literally in the chair making uh, doing an operation when some uh, the hygienist comes to them and says, hey, Dr. So-and-so, can you check the chart and, uh, you know, let this patient know? So they walk off doing an operation, go into another room, uh, really reorient themselves uh, and, and make the, the diagnosis in a few minutes, as well as now communicate and convince the patient as well. So that, you know, and then they have to document all this information. Areas that where technology can help uh, solve them, uh, speed up this process, make sure that they're not missing anything, make sure that some, uh, you know if uh, things are being highlighted for them, um, and and having an always on assistant who is you know looking at, uh, 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 and making sure nothing is going uh, you know falling through the cracks as well. That's I think the the importance of it, and in general for. I think the, the greatest value that the technology like this will bring is for the patient. Uh, because in the end, if the dentist is able to do the job well, 
the patient benefits. They get the right treatments, they get the treatments that they need to on time, uh, and in the end, you know, they're healthier. Uh, so I think that's the benefit of the technology. In terms of the challenges, uh, it, you know, because it's, it's the other side of the coin, because they're doing so much, having a te another technological solution added into their workflows is challenging. So you need to make this technology very seamless, easy to operate, uh, and very fast. And, and, and it, it has to work in their workflow rather than another solution and things are opening up. Uh, and uh, so it has to be integrated into their current workflows as well, which is, you know, uh, uh, that means you need to uh, connect with other systems that they might be using. Uh, also make sure it's very, very easy to use and, uh, and it's uh, being very uh, assistive. Uh, so I think those are like just challenges, like technical challenges. Uh, and in terms of some of the business challenges, again, you know, it's a, uh, you know, if, uh, if there are other solutions that they could be, uh, they could be getting, for example, if they want to improve the, the case acceptance rate, yes, they can be using this technology to show visualizations to the patients, or they could be using a, uh, a camera uh, and, and, and doing a visualization. So they need to be choosing the right technology as well. And I think that's where uh, having a really nice business case for them makes, uh, makes a lot of sense. No, definitely. And it's, uh, it's an interesting point. And um, I was going to mention because obviously sub dentists and practices have been um, notorious uh, for maybe being slow to transition into new technologies over the years. Um, for example, maybe um, transitioning from previous analog methods to digital technologies within imaging and CAD CAM. But you don't believe this to be much of a problem as long as you make it as seamless as possible because you, it is beneficial to both the dentist and the patient as long as this sort of ease of use is there. Well, so I think uh, things are changing as well. Um, you know, small businesses didn't adopt Alamis technology and, and now they are. And, you know, the software is becoming easier and easier to utilize. However, in this case, there's a uh, business dynamic that's changing as well, which are the DSOs, the dental service organizations or more organized industry. Uh, and, and with that, you know, they are very quick to move on a, on a solution if it has the right ROI as well. So because of that, I think, you know, whether it is the um, the scanners that, that have started being adopted or um, other technologies which, uh, you know, uh, would have taken a long time to get adopted are now uh, uh, seeing their way much faster because of this new um, category that has been created and, and in the last, you know, two decades or so. And, and it's really speeding that whole thing up. But in general, if you look at just small business and technology adoptions, especially software adoption, that is on, on a rise. And, uh, you know, I would consider, you know, a, a, a solo practice as a small business as well. No, definitely. I, I... On that point, I've, I saw Stanley Bergman come out um, the other day and just basically mention how any sort of healthcare software at the minute is a huge investment and it's massively on the rise. So it's very interesting to see where this will go within uh, dental practice. And like you said, um, maybe the previously uh, slow transitions uh, to adopt new technologies is a thing of the past. Would you would you say that startups and smaller companies are your sole focus at the minute, or are you also focusing the large, say, multinational companies, already established companies? So right now we have a major portion of the dental insurance market, uh, which is larger enterprise level companies, and on the on the practice side as well, we have some of the largest dental service organizations, even you know multinational. Uh, uh, 
dental service organizations as well. So I think uh, uh, our strategy right now is, uh, you know, uh, going with, again, the early adopters uh, who, who are going to uh, be the leaders in adoption of this technology. And we do get a lot of uh, on our website. Uh, although we've not done any kind of marketing campaign for um, solar practices, et cetera, we do get a lot of uh, people signing up. So uh, so there is definitely a need. Uh, and uh, But, you know, being the size we are, et cetera, the, the, uh, right now our focus is on the larger uh, larger groups. Right. Interesting. Um, on that point, in terms of your growth moving forward um, and I guess your current business model, are you mainly operating in North America or are you uh, planning to go international? So right now we're operating in North America. We think there is, you know, North America is a huge market for dentistry. Uh, although we do get, you know, we've, uh, uh, again, on our website, we've, we get outreach from, you know, the strangest com- uh, countries that uh, <laughs> that you will not expect uh, uh, to be reached out at this time. And some, sometimes I need to even look them up of, where is this exactly? Uh, but, uh, you know, so th- there is a, it is a global uh, problem that we're trying to solve. And, uh, you know, it's going to have global impact. Uh, but at this time, we're primarily focused on uh, the U.S. market and really uh, making sure that our products are, uh, you know, serve the, this market really well. Uh, and uh, but over time, we are definitely going to go global. Oh, that'll be exciting to see. Just for my own reference, are you selling direct to consumers or are you going through distribution channels at the minute? So uh, right now, if you're, uh, you know, uh, directly reaching out to the larger groups, uh, uh, we have we do have some distribution partnerships, uh, but our uh, uh, our primary reach out or um, is uh, uh, direct to our customers. Very interesting. Um, well, no, well, thank you very much for this very interesting insight into the exciting uh, field of dentistry. Um, I'm sure I could speak on behalf of all the listeners. It has been a pleasure uh, to hear from such a key opinion leader like yourself. And like I said, um, I'm excited to see the future. Yeah, no, and I think from our side, you know, there's a huge transformation happening in the dental industry. And, uh, you know, the all, all the people who are in it are seeing th- that happen and they're very excited about it, uh, especially in the insurance side. You know, uh, I think uh, since the digitization, so when we went from analog to digital, this is the next uh, big, big wave that is sweeping uh, the, uh, you know, the insurance companies and now the practices as well. And, uh, uh, you know, I think in the next two to five years, uh, it, 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 you know, if you're not using this technology, it'll be strange. Mm-hmm. So I think I, we're very excited and, uh, you know, very uh, thankful to all the, uh, the dental companies are, uh, as well who are adopting this early on and being the champions and leading and leading the way in how this gets adopted how this gets developed and how the impact that this can have as well because we're working very closely with with them uh, in uh, adding new features building this up so th- thank you so much for dominic for having me uh, on on the, this podcast as well and anybody who's listening you know if you uh, want to be part of the uh, the future of dentistry do send us a note info at overjet.ai uh, and if you're excited about what's happening, do follow us uh, on Twitter or Instagram or uh, LinkedIn as well. But uh, really excited to be here and uh, and and changing how dentistry gets delivered. Fantastic! Thank you very much, Wada. It's been a pleasure speaking. So that was my CM conversation with Wada Inam, CEO at Overjet. 
personally, I was fascinated to learn more about the different ways that AI can improve the dental space. Like Wadar mentioned, I expect many dental practices to further adopt some sort of AI technology within the next five years and enjoy its benefits.